hello hello everybody welcome back to thought bubbles i am tony i'm shannon and i'm brianna and uh we're coming at you again this week uh with uh of course you know my usual little nerdy entertainment facts so (laughs) we love that we love staying around for the nerdy entertainment facts um but our main topic is going to be the new new ish (laughs) um marvel movie guardians of the galaxy volume three which is the end of a trilogy and what an end it is (laughs) but uh before we get into the movie let's dive into a little bit of uh stuff that's happened recently uh first of all a lot of stuff in the entertainment industry, a lot of stuff that was pre-planned and in the works and in development has been put on hold because the Writers Guild of America is officially on strike again. This is a lesson to the whole entertainment industry. Pay your fucking writers right. Right? Because <laughs> damn. Like the fact that this is round two of this is a little ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Like we got to like... The writers are what bring this stuff to life. They bring this stuff to life. Whether it's a movie that you're waiting for, whether it's a TV show that you're waiting for, like, say, for instance, a Marvel show, they're the creative minds behind the script changes, the, you know, the dialogue. And, of course, you know, the actors are also to thank for because of, you know, projecting this script. But... I mean, they wouldn't even get where they are without the writers. Yeah. But um, the writers are actually, from what I've heard, are very nervous because of the rise of AI. So AI has kind of sort of taken over. Um, hey, I've seen some AI like written things and they are basically crack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Granted, I don't know if they've gotten better, but the ones that I've seen, I'm just like, I don't know if anyone would ever watch this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm just like, there's no, you know, yeah, of course it's easy and convenient, but there's no like heart and soul behind this stuff. Yeah. Like, nobody's having like a thought process and changing ideas midway through. So, I mean, is AI a little useful at times? Yes. I am guilty of using chat GBT at work. I am, I am guilty of taking the easy way out on certain things. But on certain other things, it's just not really its forte to be stepping into because um especially with like writing i mean you you need a live human being for writing it's it's a whole it's a whole it's a whole mess it's a whole mess i mean uh a lot of the marvel stuff has been put on hold um stranger things season five has been put on hold oh sad i know um i mean with a big thing of it being like a lot of the netflix writers i know were like that was a huge that yeah. was a huge protest because there was also a lot, a lot of famous people that went out to that one too. Yeah, like yeah. I think Mike Flanagan is out there. Like, yeah, he's like, um, yeah, like picketing with all the people. Uh huh. Yeah, because I mean, you know what? Like Netflix is apparently. I mean, Netflix is a 
billion dollar company. I mean, they mm-hmm. rake in money like like Netflix is this. a greedy monster right now, though. And yeah. obviously, like it's to the point where even their Netflix originals, their writers now are getting the hit from that, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. And it's just it's the fact of not paying your writers properly. Yeah. For the work that they're doing. It's overworking these people and not paying mm-hmm. them for the right amount for the job that they're doing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, yeah, it's a mess. It's it's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> um, certain things have already started filming. So, Euphoria Season 3 um, will start filming in July or June, I believe. Oh, um, writing was already finished there. Um Captain America New World Order was one of the things that they actually managed to get out before the strike happened. So that's started filming and will be out in April, I believe, of next year. Um, So, I mean, certain things are still coming. Yeah. They just uh, announced that Loki season two is going to come out in October. Oh, wow. Which I am very, I am very surprised because speaking of Loki, the fact that they had, um, the fact that Jonathan Majors is King is like the big, you know, like revolve around for this season and the rest of Marvel. I'm wondering what's going to happen. Like, did they just cut him out of the Loki storyline altogether or are they going to keep it and just let it roll? Just whatever is going to happen. I think it depends on how much they have, already done you know and how much can they cut and like if they decide to do that i mean if it's if obviously if he's a huge part of it if he's like the main part of it i don't see how they're gonna be able to work around that if if that's what they wanted to do yeah yeah i mean it's it's that's a difficult task right there on its own because i mean that's that's a lot of work that went into it and it's unfortunate about his personal situation Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I mean, I can't personally say how he is, you know, as a human being. I mean, he's a great actor, but yeah, it's trying times, trying times. I feel like with what like he is and stuff too, though, I feel like they could end up finding a way to recast him and it not be like so jarring. Because yeah. obviously there's so many different versions of him. Yes, they all look the same. Don't come at me. I know. I'm aware. Um, <laughs> but, like, I still feel like they could find a way to still have his storyline. Because, I mean, it's a huge storyline. They they kind of based everything off of him being the new big bad. Yeah. That they're going to just have yeah. to recast. Yeah. I mean, at this point. At this point. I mean, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Moving on. Um, The Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which officially released. Did it release or is it a trailer? I don't know. Oh, it's out. Okay. Yeah. Because it was like everyone was talking about it. Um, Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure it's out. Now I'm doubting myself. Hold on. I know. Now I was doubting myself, too. I was like, wait. I was like, I mean, I heard like a whole bunch of people talking about it on Twitter. Okay. No, so, it's out. We're good. Okay. It's out. Okay. okay. I, ooh, this is a game that I have yet to watch any gameplay of. I have no idea what the fuck it's even about, which is sad because I love Zelda, but I just, every time yeah. it pops up, I always forget to look into it 
because I right now I'm currently on a like refusing to buy games because this is $70. Yeah, $70. And the game is about the size of my pinky nail. Like, what are you? (laughs) (laughs) I know it's not like, obviously, that's not what you're paying for. But still, that just kind of hurts my soul a little bit. I don't know if I can do it for a while. And it's never going to go on sale because Breath of the Wild never went on sale. Yeah, you can never get that on sale unless you buy it like used. And even then it's like only like five dollars cheaper yeah it's not even that big of a sale like i love nintendo games they i just i love their games but gosh they are stingy 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 like could y'all not make them so expensive especially like the remakes obviously this isn't a remake but like some of the remakes and stuff even your old stuff that you've just like kind of switched over to the newer uh, console i'm like come on give me something (laughs) (laughs) right right and I mean, yeah, I, I love Nintendo. Um, I haven't touched my Switch in probably, ooh, maybe like four or five months now. Oh, <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, it's, the thing is, I don't personally have that same draw to it like I do with other consoles. Um, That's fair. But I mean, if it wasn't for like a Zelda game or like a Mario game, mm-hmm. I honestly probably wouldn't even have one because... The Mario games are what really draw me to it. And the Zelda games are just, you know, of course, like beautiful to just experience. So, Mm -hmm. but I do agree. They are very expensive. Nintendo is actually, I think, the most expensive games, console games. Yeah. um, And they stay the most expensive. Yeah. And then second, I think, is PlayStation. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that working against them, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I, I enjoy the comfortability of a switch and i enjoy the portability of a switch yeah but i think that's about it (laughs) like me as a personal person like i uh, i don't know i find myself but also then again like lately i haven't really been into video games as much as i was um yeah yeah that's fair i've definitely taken a pause yeah, like I think it's just like everything that's been happening. It's just like movies and video games and so much happening. I'm just like, I don't think I have the time to do all this. And then life, so I'm just like, I, uh, but I need to push that back a little bit further. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did get Hogwarts Legacy, of course, when that came out, and I was so excited. Played it for a while, got pretty far, and then just kind of stopped. Um, same I still haven't finished it's a little it's a little tough (laughs) where I'm at now so I'm just like and there's just so many quests and I'm just like Jesus that's that's my problem I get so like into the side quest I have barely not barely I've advanced decently through like the actual main storyline but the amount of me just being like, ooh, what's over here? Ooh, what's that? I yeah. just end up on all these bunny trails, as is my life. But um, <laughs> As is our podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I've had to take, like, a step back from it. And, of course, now I've, like, hyper-focused on something else. And I'm like, oh, God, it's going to be a while. So I hyper-focus again on it. And Clay's going to kill me because that's not a cheap game. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not. I mean, the deluxe edition alone with, like, taxes and everything on Xbox, I think I paid, like, almost $100 for it. I actually don't even 
know exactly what we paid because I came home and Clay had bought it and I was like I had zero intentions of buying it yet like I was gonna wait and then he had bought it and he bought the version that came out like everyone got it on Friday I got to play it on like that Monday or something like it came out Mm -hmm. earlier in the week so I he got that version whatever the fuck that was and I was just like oh my god and like didn't even think about it and I just sent him like whatever amount of money I was like here's for bills and slash games I have no idea how much I need to give you but here's money and take it (laughs) (laughs) it's like here is my here's your reimbursement (laughs) yeah because I was like I told you not to buy it I was gonna buy it myself uh but we also bought it for the PC so I don't know if that made it much of a difference I'm sure it didn't <laughs> i'm sure it was still just uh, as expensive i think so i think so because i think i saw it on steam and it was about the same price yeah okay then yeah it didn't make a dent good good deal good to know yeah great game though <laughs> oh but... my gosh so freaking fun i'll hyper um, on it again i believe in myself <laughs> yeah i mean i'll i'll get around to playing it again at some point it's just I need a breather. Yeah. <laughs> I need a breather I'm going to have to remind myself thing. of the controls. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. I, yeah. I tried to play it like two weeks ago and I forgot how to fly. I forgot how to cast spells. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> it took me like 45 minutes to remember how to fly. And I was like, oh yeah. my God, this is great. <laughs> um, but uh, moving on. The last topic I'm going to bring up is summer movies. So everyone has been complaining that this summer is incredibly overpacked with movies. Oh. Which I feel like I wholeheartedly agree. Um not only do we have Fast X kicking off this weekend, the following weekend, so Memorial Day weekend, which kicks off the summer, is mm-hmm. Little Mermaid, which only has the spotlight for one weekend because Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse comes out the following weekend. Oh, I forget that's coming out. Well, I didn't realize that all of them were back to back to back. Yeah. They're they're literally back to back. Like it goes Spider-Man and then the following weekend is Transformers. And then the following weekend after that is the Flash. (laughs) No way. Yeah. The Flash and Elemental. Which apparently has a good track record right now for a Disney animated movie. So it looks cute. That's looking. It does look big. cute. I have zero opinion on it, <laughs> but I'm just like, I mean, it looks cute, but I, eh, I don't know. Um, and then following after that is going to be there was that Jennifer Lawrence movie that comes out the following weekend, that romantic comedy. When does Barbie come out? july okay but leading up to then and then indiana jones comes out on the 30th of june Ooh, yes i'm really excited for that. that yeah which i i am excited for indiana jones yeah um and then after that i think there's a couple more things um oh this the i think it's the 16th there's a horror comedy called the blackening oh yeah. Really has, yeah that looks really funny so it does that has a <laughs> that has like a huge. I think it was a kind of a bad weekend to put that out because it's coming out the same weekend as Elemental and Flash. Ooh, so yeah. I think they should have waited till. No offense to Jennifer Lawrence, but the Jennifer Lawrence weekend. Yeah. Because I don't yeah. really think it had any other competition. Mm-hmm. So. 
I think it would have fit there. Um, but I mean, it's it's very overpacked because then um, I yeah. think there's a couple more happening in early July. But then we have Oppenheimer and Barbie coming out on July 21st, That's and then the following though. weekend is Haunted Mansion. <laughs> oh yes. And then the weekend after that is the Will Ferrell dog talking movie strays which looks absolutely terrible in my opinion but (laughs) i'm in a minority in that party because there's people that actually think it looks really funny i've never seen a trailer for strays i have zero okay for what movie strays Strays? i've never even heard of that what is that same (laughs) i was like what is this so it's it has like an all star cast. So it's like Will Ferrell, Jamie Fox. Oh, I can't remember. Oh wow! Name. How have I not heard of it? I love Will Ferrell. It's it's like one of those movies, but it's like dogs that are abandoned by their owners, and they decide to go on like a quest to find Will Ferrell's owner, so he can like get revenge for leaving him. Is this like a live action or like a cartoon? It's, it's live action with like CG talking dogs. Not CG, like they're actual dogs, but they're like, you know, CG the face. Yeah. Okay. And so it's, it's like, what is that movie? It's like Beverly Hills Chihuahua mixed with maybe the humor of like Sausage Party. Oh, oh okay. You yeah. know what it so kind like, of is reminding me of? Um, what's that movie that like the dad turns into like a dog or something? Do you know what I'm talking Benji. about? The Shaggy what is it Dog? Called? Oh, the Shaggy Dog. That's well, what yes, it is. Yes. Just because it's like that CGI, I have a feeling it's going to... Because if it's live action with CGI, it might be kind of like that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least the Shaggy Dog was funny. <laughs> I'll give it that. <laughs> I mean, I saw a trailer for Strays when I went to go see, what was it? What did I see a few weeks ago? And the entire okay. theater was, like, losing it. Like, what? they were loving it. And I was just, like, sitting there like the most stoic person on the planet. You're I like, was, what is I, this? <laughs> I was like, I don't. I, I, I don't. This is not for me. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely not for me. Um. But honestly, I do feel like this summer is a little overcrowded. I think they could have stretched it out a little bit. Yeah. So Um, nothing coming out in August? I mean. I mean, so far, I think right now it's just Strays and the the one about Dracula? The one about the ship? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, It's like a prequel or something, right? I think. Yes. And then I think. It's either August or September. We get a haunting in Venice. Is that what it is? The the one that's oh, like this yes. follow up to Death on the Nile. Yes, yes, yes. And then I don't know when, but we just um, today got the teaser trailer to Five Nights at Freddy's. And I don't know oh, if they announce yeah. when that's coming out, but I'm really excited just from that teaser. That's actually a good question. Yeah, so I'm wondering when that's because I know that it's probably I'm guessing it's gonna come out like September, maybe. I don't know. Actually, it's October 27th. 
oh okay oh that's exciting perfect halloween movie yeah Yeah, right in time for halloween it'll be streaming on peacock and in theaters on the same day oh exciting okay yay so nice that's good hopefully it is good i mean yeah Almost like you have Matthew Lillard in it, y'all. So I know oh, that's true. That <laughs> and, is true. And, and Josh Hutchinson. Hutchinson. What's, where the heck has he been? <laughs> right. I, right. I was just like, this man popped out of nowhere. I saw I the mean, teaser and I was just like, yeah, right. Yeah, seeing him in the teaser, I was like, okay, pop off. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Which, speaking of the on the topic of horror, so the critics got a screening. For the Boogeyman this week. Ooh, okay. I'm excited for that one. I am too. And it got rave reviews. So people said it's very, very good. Ooh, okay, Um, good. It looks good. AMC is actually holding... I I don't know if it's an Investor Connect or if it's just an early screening period. But they are holding an early screening. I think it's like four or five days before. So... (laughs) Um, I have my tickets for that, so I'm very, very excited to go see it because it. Yeah, I like the cast and it looks promising. So I'm like, okay, this this looks. It looks really good. Yeah, and then apparently the um, first reviews for Little Mermaid came in, and they've been mostly positive. Okay, they've been mostly positive. They haven't been like a hundred percent or anything like that, but. Yeah. Um, I have seen a lot of people that I do follow on social media that have said that it's probably one of the better live action Disney movies that they made. Oh, interesting. And it's some have said it's the best since Cinderella. Wow. So I mean, high hopes. High hopes. I'm seeing it next okay. Wednesday. So I'm very nervous slash excited. Yeah. Um, I know I wanna see it too, hopefully sometime um next week we'll see yeah um i i actually rewatched uh cinderella uh-huh um last weekend and i absolutely loved cinderella i know like i fell in love with it all over again and then i decided to go back and watch the other live action disney movies that i had either missed or forgotten about and um, I followed it up with The Lion King, which was a big mistake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I think Cinderella and Beauty and the Beast are, like, two of the best ones. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I actually, surprisingly, I rewatched Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. Okay. And I really liked it more this time around. I don't know what happened, but I liked it a lot more this time around. Hmm. I think I've always liked it. I never liked the second one. Yeah. Oh yeah, the second one's not good. Yeah. <laughs> I could blatantly say that one. The second one yeah. is just a mess. That one's a hot mess. Yeah. Which oh, made me man. sad because I was like, okay, cool, they're doing an adaptation of this, but then it just didn't hit the mark like at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good idea, but it was just oh, yeah. you know, poorly executed. All right. So it is time. For my drum roll got cut off. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. 
<laughs> I like started it and then it started it like switched to live and then all of a sudden it just like stopped for a second. I was like, uh <laughs> <laughs> so now it's officially time to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is the end to the Guardians trilogy. Um which before we get into our thoughts. Uh, it just crossed 500 million globally. So, brava. Wow. Uh, very, nice. very good accomplishment there. It's only been out for a week and a half. Uh, they were a little nervous because apparently it opened, I think it opened with like 135. So they were like, okay, that's good, but it's not like amazing. Yeah. Like compared to like other Marvel movies, but it was still good, but it had a really good second weekend hold. Yeah, I was so, about to say, whenever we went over the weekend, there was still a decent amount of people in the theaters. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, like, I like to keep like a little bit of tracking on stuff, so I like look through the AMC app sometimes. Yeah. And um, if you actually look through Fandango, it'll actually tell you like the seats and how many are taken. Uh-huh. And all the theaters like around Dallas were sold out the, this oh, past okay. weekend for Guardians. So I was like, okay, it's still holding mm-hmm. strong. Well, see, so I went the a... second weekend because I was just – I was fearful of there not being seats for the first weekend. So that's why I decided to do second weekend. And I don't know if a lot of people yeah. felt like – because I think a lot of people knew that this was going to be, like, a big deal. So I think people yeah. try to avoid that, like, you know, having to sit in the front row type thing. But I think too many people were trying to avoid it. So yeah. I get that. I get that. I still don't understand. Speaking now that you brought that up about the the first row, I don't understand why that exists. Right? Yeah, it should <laughs> like it's just the most uncomfortable seat. <laughs> yeah, it's like like I understand they want to fill as much as they can and sell as many tickets as possible, but it's like the most uncomfortable spot in the theater. You're yeah. right in front of the screen. Like you have like almost no distance between you and the screen, and it's yeah. Just like, oh yeah. Unless you're going to put, like, some laid-down seats up there, like, it's pointless. Exactly, exactly. Just take the whole row out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, But I did have a strong second weekend hold with only a 39% drop, so that's very, very good. I think it managed to make, like, $69 in its second weekend, so I was like, okay, all right. A lot of people are loving it. All right. Our thoughts. This is going to come as a shock. He hates it. I know. I, have a <laughs> I don't hate like, it. Okay. I don't. I don't hate it. Be gentle, please. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't like it. Okay. As much as I really, really <sighs> wanted to. Okay. The reason for this is I was actually a little. I, I sat on it for a while. And I appreciate the cast so much. I appreciate what they gave. And I appreciate the way the script took a darker turn. Mm -hmm. For me, I think it was too dark of a turn. Um, I couldn't get myself out of those moments after seeing, spoiler alert, after seeing the bo- the backstory of Rocket, seeing his little friends in the cage, 
seeing them build their relationship, seeing them die, <laughs> and then seeing him just be like constantly abused, whether it's mentally or like physically. I couldn't take myself out of those scenes. And even when they tried to bounce back into like present day and they were trying to like really hold on to like humor. Cause I mean, the cast is very, they're very talented. So I mean like the, the spots of humor, like of course it made me laugh, but it, it was just too much to sit through that. I was just like, it kind of brought my mood down a lot. And I wasn't really feeling the fun vibe anymore. Like I wasn't like they were trying to balance it and I couldn't get that balance anymore. Like it was just, it was almost like everything just kept flooding back into my head. So I was just like, and then I also have a problem with the third act, but we will get into that in a minute. So (laughs) um, I liked it. I, I went into the headspace that it was going to be dark just from the trailers alone. And I think that may be of what saved me. I also ignored everything that came out about it. I wanted to go into this thing so freaking blind. And I did. Because <laughs> the, the only thing that I saw from, I saw the very first like actual big trailer of it and seeing that they, that this storyline was going to be following rockets past and i was like "Ooh, this is gonna be rough just because i already knew like we saw him in the very first one whenever he they're all in that jail together and he's stripped down and you see all of that metal hardware in him i mean hell he's a raccoon that can talk obviously some bad stuff happened to him and the fact that they just started off with little baby raccoons in a cage and this evil monster of a of a I wouldn't even say a person, a humanoid (laughs) came up to him. I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible, but I'm here for it. (laughs) Because I think I've always wanted Guardians to be slightly more serious. I do thoroughly enjoy the fact that they are more fun, but I felt sometimes that they were a little bit too much. Like the first one was the perfect balance. The second one got a little weird, like back and forthy for me. Yeah. But still was consistently good. And then they just like really drove that crap home whenever they did this one. And I was like, oof, oof. I feel it. I cried. I wish I would have brought more tissues. I'm not going to lie. I have a huge thing with animals. So like anytime any type of animal gets hurt in anything, like I immediately just die. And then the fact that it was like his family, his friends, I was like, I'm done. I'm in a ball. Very loudly, like me and this girl next to each other, we ended up like, I was sitting next to Clay, she was sitting next to whoever the heck she came into. We looked at each other and I was like, nope, we're friends now. We sat next <laughs> to each other and just like cried when that <laughs> happened. And I'm not like super, super duper emotional whenever I'm in public, but that was like up there to me whenever Aunt May died. Like it got me in my soul. <laughs> Yeah. Because it just, it gave such, like, a perfect reason as to why Rocket is the way that he is. And, like, how his relationship with, like, how it's so hard for him to be close to people. Because, obviously, the people that he was close to, he failed. So, 
for him to have like this relationship with Groot and slowly becoming closer to all of the rest of the gang. It's just like, Oh my gosh, this makes so much sense to me. And to have this villain and to have them like love him so much. And me thinking this entire time that one of them's going to die because obviously they're like, they're disbanding the guardians or at least this group of the guardians. I was really expecting someone, anyone, and they ended up not killing off anyone. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) Okay, this kind of like brings it back a little bit, but I don't know. I really liked it. I think I'm also just weird and I really enjoy whenever they go dark and twisty and I'm always like full fan for that. (laughs) Like anytime any of them have ever gone really dark, I'm like, yes, perfect. Give me the real nitty gritty, like how y'all actually feel. Don't make it laughy, goofy all the time because that's not real life, (laughs) even though I know this isn't real life. But anyway, I thought it was really good. I would, I definitely have like the first Guardians and this one are definitely tied for me as being like my favorite out of them. The second one was kind of eh. I still liked it. It was fun in its own way, but these two, I don't know. Guardians never like misses with me, and that makes me have like a really good future for anything that like Gunn is in control of. And I hope he's able to like continue that on, you know? Yeah, I totally get that. Totally get that. I mean, it, it's a it's a tearjerker. It's it's hard. <laughs> it is. It was definitely hard to sit through. Oh man, Brianna. Um, I'm gonna echo pretty much everything that Shannon said because I feel, <laughs> you took like, the words right out of my mouth. Like I feel very much the same way. Uh, the Guardians are like my favorites of like all the the Marvel movies. Really, like I always find myself enjoying these characters and the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love this one. This one's really high up there for me as well. I also really like when things get a little bit more dark and twisty as well. And I, I was a little worried going into this because I also was like trying not to see anything, hear anything about it. Yeah. All I kept hearing from people were just saying how sad it is and oh my god you're gonna cry and this and this and this and Mm -hmm. so I went into it thinking okay it's gonna be sad but then it like obviously opens up the way it does I'm like oh this is gonna be really sad it's gonna just tear me apart because I see a cute little defenseless animal and I'm just like Mm -hmm. to me you know um but I thought this was a great amount of like dark but also it had like a lot of fun in it And it was really sad, but like in such a beautiful way. And I thought that everyone really riffed off each other really, really well. And I I don't know if it's just because at this point, they've all been working together for so long that I genuinely feel the harmony between everyone. Like everyone just fed off of each other's energy, bounced off of each other so well. And it was almost like poetic because they were just so like – just everybody just I feel like acted really really well with each other and you genuinely felt like wow they really are a family and I'm I mean I'm hoping that they're like they feel that way offset as well but just these characters it's like it's such a bittersweet end but I just love it because you genuinely feel that they're gonna miss each other and this love that Mm -hmm. they have for one another and I appreciate the way that they kind of left things um, in a way where we will probably see other characters, maybe not all together anymore, but we probably will see people later on. Um, and it just makes me so happy kind of where they ended up. 
Um, yeah. I thought it was really sweet. Like it had like a sweet end, even though it was still pretty sad. Um, but I thought it had a great balance of almost everything because I was entertained throughout the whole thing. Never once did I feel like, okay, hurry, hurry along. Like I just want to get to a certain point or I just want to finish. And I, I genuinely felt like afterwards I'm like, that's it. Like I want more, but at the same time, it's like, I'm very content with how it went. And I just really love this one. Um, I feel the same way where I love the first one. The first one was always one of my favorites. And this one is very closely with it. Um, and also I just love, I just love when um, in movies, when characters are just fully like, you know, everybody's together and everybody just develops that relationship. And I just love this one. I think maybe more than the first one, because the first one I do love it, but they all kind of, barely get to know each other. And I love the family that they have now. So this one for sure is going to hold such a special place in my heart. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, they have good dynamic. Yeah. They have good dynamic together. I really appreciate the character development in the movie. So I like seeing them build as like people. So they have... They're not just like, oh, just these side characters or they're not just these characters that are always just joking around or just always like either arguing and just being kind of kind of dumb in a way. Um, They actually had like heart and soul. So I do appreciate that. I do appreciate seeing a different side of all these characters. Um, I also agree with Brianna that uh, there was never a moment. There was never really a dull moment in the movie like it was um always some kind of like emotion coming out of you while you're watching this movie so it's whether you're whether you're kind of smiling or you're having fun or you're crying or you're laughing or you're just like enjoying the ride kind of thing um it invokes a lot and i do appreciate that I mean that scene. That scene when they were in the what was it? It was in the it was in the ship, and they were in those like in that hallway space, and it was just like creature after creature after creature was coming at them. Oh, and they that did, was like, like that. probably the coolest fight scene. That was the coolest fight scene. Like it was mm-hmm. like a three sixty shot, just all straight around, just one take, and I was just like, this is brilliant. <laughs> I think it was such like a cool scene too because you just see like those characters and how well that like if we're in the movie if this is like real life real moment like how well they all just play off of each other and you're seeing that teamwork within them and that just like familiarity with each other that you can fight like that yeah is so like oh just like perfect love it also whoever is their fight choreographer I want to kiss your feet. You are a fucking genius. <laughs> yeah. Like, I will always say this, and me and Clay were talking about it when we left. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy will always have, like, some of the hands-down best fight scenes. Like, oh, they yeah. do a really good job. I don't know who it is that does it every time. And this one was just, oh, that hallway scene was so good. <laughs> that hallway scene was, like, epic. Like it was, it was, <laughs> like it was so good, good. <laughs> and it was almost like, like when you're watching this scene, it was almost like you, like you really, you really felt that connection. Yeah, you really felt that like everyone relied on each other. They, they have that bond to where they can really 
have a fight like that and really choreograph a fight like that and have faith in each other enough to where you can like they'll survive <laughs> yeah. you know um so yeah i mean i i i absolutely love the cast like i love the cast um i do agree with the second one uh i do i think the second one's a little little teetering for me it goes back yeah. and forth um it has some good moments and it has some meh moments um this one i would still even though this one's not like my personal favorite my personal favorite is still the first one mm-hmm. um i would still put this in second place so i would still put this above volume two but underneath volume one um like i said i love the fact that they took the turns that they did so i appreciate the task that it was taking um it was just me as a person i just couldn't really get behind the darkness of it as it was just getting a little too dark for me and i mean i I, yeah it's I feel like it, that's going to be a, a lot. It's like if people are going to have a problem, that's going to be the problem they have. Yeah, yeah. I could, I could yeah. definitely see that. So I, I totally understand what you, what you mean by that being like a factor. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was a little hard to sit through at times. Like it was definitely. And then you know, like I, I personally cried. Like I sobbed mm-hmm. heavily oh, yeah. during this movie, and you know, like I not to make myself sound like a loner but i <laughs> like i go to the movies alone most of the time because i go like opening night so uh-huh. yeah um and it was me this guy and his girlfriend and then like their friends on the side everyone was crying and we all looked at each other and we were all like trying to like like not laugh over looking at each other like yeah we're crying. Yeah. like yeah, yeah like, you know, like yeah this is happening yeah. And like I kept like and my problem is like now especially as I got older like I'm even more emotional than I was y- when I was younger. So Oh my god, tell me about it. That? For real. Like what is that? I know. I don't know what's happening, but like any little thing will have me like ugly crying, like Kim Kardashian lost her earring yes. in the ocean crying. <laughs> and that's probably what yeah. I looked like during this movie, so I was I feel like I was also <laughs> I was a little taken aback because it just took so much out of me. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, oh my God. You're like, I'm like, drained. I yeah, I wasn't yeah. expecting it to be this, this much. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, going back to what I said about the, the third act, the only issue that I really had with it was kind of adding on to what Shannon said about how they didn't really kill off anyone. So they built it up yeah. and they like had this whole thing. And it was just this, no one died. But then it was almost like they made you cry, like heavily cry. Yeah. Yeah. For no reason. And I was like, (laughs) I was a little upset. But then it was also the scene when Peter left his CD player or his Walkman, whatever. Oh, yes. Was in space and he died. I know. I, I mean, he technically died. Yeah, explain that one to me. (laughs) I was a little, that kind of took me out of it. I was just like, I feel like we didn't need that part. Or if we did, at least him die. And that's it. Yeah. Because then it would have just been like 
the rest of them take over. But I do appreciate them like parting ways. Like it was kind of like a, this was our biggest battle yet, and this is our final hurrah kind of thing. Yeah. And then playing Dog Days Are Over at the end. Uh huh. I cried again. So I was just like, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this, all over this again. Movie. I do like the trailer really like kind of faked us out where it made you believe that, you know, somebody was going to die or something was going to happen to someone just because there's like that iconic scene in the trailer where like uh, Mantis is, is it Mantis? I don't know who's, somebody's holding Peter and he's like, looks like he's like passed out or dead or something. But we obviously know it's like, it's literally the beginning of the movie where he's just like drunk and passed out. But like the trailer made you think, Oh no, what happened to him? So that's what I was thinking the whole time. Yeah. My thing from the trailer that made me think that someone was going to die was whatever Peter is freaking scream crying. Yeah. And I'm like, someone's dead. Yeah. Someone died. They (laughs) they really did a good job at like not giving too much away. Which I appreciate that because I feel like a lot of trailers will give you the entire freaking movie. Exactly. Yeah. And like like, they did, they did a good job to make it to where like I could still try to build my own conclusions if I wanted to. Yeah. But it's like it's not going to be right. (laughs) Exactly. Which I appreciate. (laughs) It was completely the opposite of what I thought anything was going to be, which, which was great because I'm glad that I didn't really guess anything. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. liked the fact that I didn't get to guess anything. It made it a lot more enjoyable to actually watch it and like go through the motions of it all. Yeah. Also, I cried like happy tears whenever uh, Nebula turns to Drax and is like, I know your place now. You're a father. Oh, Y'all, I, oh, I immediately yeah. started crying again when she uh. said that. I was like... He is. He's a dad, and he got his daughter oh, taken away. And now he has like fifty of them. <laughs> Literally. And then he starts dancing with them, and I, oh, I was like done. I was just, I, I was, I was definitely emotionally drained by the end of this yeah. movie. Yes. Yeah, it was definitely a lot. So to many feels. Yeah, definitely. All right. Our ratings. What would you guys give this on a scale of one to five? <laughs> to me it's a five y'all i really liked it i was I, here it's for a five it. for it me five. too i was waiting for somebody to say it <laughs> okay okay and i will give it a two no i'm joking i'll give it i'll give it i'm gonna give it a three and a half okay okay but i'm that's gonna give fair. it a three and a half because i appreciate what it is yeah i really appreciate what it is yeah. It's. I didn't feel like it was also too long either. I was a little nervous yeah, because no. I remember hearing that it was like two and a half hours. So I was just like, oh, yeah. shit. But I felt like it kind of flew by. There was a lot that happened. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah. you know, it kept your attention. Stuff kept going. Yeah. So Another thing that I like, I mean, it didn't bother me like at all, but it just kind of took me by surprise is that the amount of cuss words that they said in this movie. <gasps> I, oh my god! Can we talk about the fact that they finally dropped an f bomb? Yes. I, I was so stoked. happy. <laughs> I was what? I mean, it, it fit perfectly. But I mean, and normally, yes. I mean, I normally won't care about cuss words, like whatever. But because yeah. this is a Disney Marvel movie, I was very <laughs> surprised that they got away with 
that those things. And I had to look at the rating afterwards because I'm like, wait a minute. Like I didn't even, I just went into it not thinking like, I didn't really care about the rating. Cause like it didn't matter to me really. I'm not taking kids or anything with me, but yeah, it was right. just, I was surprised. I mean, I think that all the words fit where they fit and it was fine, yeah. but I, I did have a gas moment where I'm like, wait a minute. Like what movie am I watching? Yeah. I wonder if they did that, though, because there's trying to, like, amp up for the Mm -hmm. fact that they are bringing some pretty, like, raunchy, darker ones out. Maybe. Is it one of them? I'm pretty sure, like, I heard rumors that one of them is actually going to end up being a rated R film. Oh. Well. So, I feel like they're just easing everybody into that. And I love that this is the one that they finally decided to drop the F-bomb. Yeah. And it, and it was, worked. Yeah. It wasn't like the perfect scene. Yeah. It wasn't like <laughs> that was a good scene. Throw in there. Like it actually made sense. And like. Yeah. And, and a part of me kind of thought, I wonder if like, I mean, I, who knows? This probably wasn't the script. But you know when sometimes like the, the actor gets so into what they're doing oh yeah and they just ad lib yeah Yeah. i don't know if like maybe the director was like oh i like that keep it like i don't know if it was intentional or like who knows but no matter what like that scene itself like he said (laughs) he delivered it perfectly like it was just very seamless it (laughs) really was on the button now open the fucking door. <laughs> Perfect. Like, yes. It was so good. It was so good. And even when she was in the car and she was like, do you want me to drive? He's just like, I left Earth when I was eight. <laughs> like, leave me alone. <laughs> it was so good. That whole little, that whole car scene was fantastic. It really was. It really was. Can we talk about the fact that he's apparently coming back? Like, he yeah i saw that too alert, but like the very end they're like he will return and i'm like and what i yeah i was a little confused there too unless it's just going to be like a kang dynasty kind of thing or yeah it's possible and like we were debating on whether or not he would like pop up in secret wars or something like because obviously that pops up on earth and now he's on earth oh that would be good if he actually popped up in secret wars but also i'm wondering what time point this one takes place in yeah because he's i mean now he's just straight star lord like he's no longer a part of the guardian so it's gonna be like they even said like it's not the guardians returning it's just star Star lord yeah which he did say like as long as the character stays interesting he will continue playing that character yeah which i actually don't blame him i appreciate chris pratt playing star lord i can't think of another person to play him just like this whole cast This whole cast. Like, I can't think of anybody else to play these characters. No. Even though I know for Rocket, though, he's already, like, he said he's done. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't blame him. It's, no. I mean, it's Bradley Cooper and the, you know, that's the voice that he has to put on to kind of, like, match that. Like, that, that must be a little little tough on your vocals. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Let's get that that kind of, like, almost, like, higher pitched gruff kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a, it's a little tough. Um, one thing I did hear people say was they were hoping uh, Mantis and Drax, because they're such a good pair after the holiday yeah. special. Oh, like, yeah. I know. They I know. Come I know. Gonna be a thing. Yeah, I'm hoping either they're going to be a thing or they're going to come back into something else, too. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I love like them as, like, best friends. I think they have, like, yeah. such a beautiful relationship, like, friendship, you know? Yeah. And I, I love that kind of love for them. I don't really see them being, like, romantic just because they're both very, like, you know, silly, goofy. But I think that their relationship they have is just, like, the absolute best of friends is, like, all all I really need. So I just – I would love to see them, like, link up again um, just because yeah. I know that she's going to go off and do her own thing and, like, find herself. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think it would be so beautiful if, like, they have, like, kind of their own little, like, side mission kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Heck, even I, if it's just, like, little random specials like they did with the Christmas one, I'd be yeah. so happy with that. <laughs> Maybe I'm if they had, like, their own little, like, limited series on Disney Plus or something, you yeah, know? I'm yeah, saying. that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's an endless universe. Mar- Marvel's trickling around with a lot of stuff right now, so yeah. there's endless possibilities. If you guys haven't already checked out Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, it is in theaters. Um, God only knows when it's going to be on streaming because it's a huge box office success. So they will probably yeah. milk it for all it's worth. Which but I, I definitely recommend you seeing it in theaters because I think that's like... I agree. It's that type oh, yeah. of movie that you do want to see in theaters. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't even have to be on like a large format. Like, of course, like the yeah. large format is what it's filmed for. But mm-hmm. I mean just experiencing it in theaters with a large crowd with Mm -hmm. the atmosphere i feel like it's it's definitely worthy of a watch like i would never deflect anyone to go see this movie like even if it is very sad going into it with high hopes go into it with open open eyes open minds you'll you'll still have fun with it yeah open heart yeah yeah Um, you'll you'll (laughs) you'll still have fun with it and go hug all your fur babies afterwards because you're gonna want oh my gosh oh god yes (laughs) you're gonna want i immediately went home and i was like had all of our animals on our bed i just just want to hug you don't ever leave (laughs) (laughs) i don't even have any pets and then like i like i immediately like thought of shannon's dogs <laughs> I, thought of, I thought of like my mom's cat and then i thought of i thought of my co-worker's cat for some reason because they're the only Aww. people that just I know all the pets. babies all the fur babies <laughs> yeah and i was just like it's just a movie they're fine <laughs> <laughs> i know they're gonna okay. <laughs> i will say though the high what was his name the high what i don't even know oh uh, freaking villain yeah. yeah, the villain. Oh, was it the High Lord? Something no. like that. Oh, we're gonna be so attacked right now because people are gonna. I know. Attacked. I know. You don't know. Well, y'all, I wanted him to die, and guess what? Yeah, same. <laughs> same. Which same. is crazy. The High Evolutionary. Uh, there. Thank you. I was like, it's ever something. <laughs> it was the High Evolutionary. He is probably one of the best villains I've seen in a Marvel movie. Yes. In a very, very long time. Like I will he... even as go go as far as to say he's more intimidating than Kang. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Like, he was a very, like, dark, yeah. twisted villain. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hardcore. Because it wasn't even just, like, the animal cruelty, y'all. Like, we're not just basing it off of that. Like, there's a lot that went into him that I'm like, there's you're a... messed up. Yeah. yeah there's a just lot. the way that he, like, ways. just the thought process was, like, what? Like... Yeah. Yeah. Very, yeah. Yeah. Like he he was a demented 
humanoid. <laughs> yeah. Like he he was off his rocker. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, I think this one draws this one for a close. So we will see everybody next time. Um we'll think about what the next one is going to be. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll con- congregate about it. Yeah. But um follow us on the socials thought bubbles underscore podcast on instagram email us at thoughtbubbles05 2022 at gmail.com for any suggestions or if you guys want to you know give us your thoughts on stuff that we've talked about uh definitely drop us an email or drop us a dm or anything drop us a comment um but we will see you guys later and we appreciate you guys for listening um it was spoiler ish so Hopefully, anybody yeah. who has not seen the movie, listen. <laughs> yeah, please like go. Like, hopefully, you stopped. I know I didn't give you a warning, but like, hopefully, we you stopped at a certain just, point. We'll we'll put a tag on there that says "spoiler alert." Like, yeah, watch yeah. the, the movie title. Major <laughs> spoiler: Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. definitely. Exactly. All right. Well, we will see everybody next time, and bye! Bye!